0: Hi and welcome to Quiet Confidence with Dr Tess Crawley. Today's episode is going to be talking with you all about finding your authentic fabulous individual self. I was very lucky yesterday to have a couple of conversations that triggered this concept in my mind to share with you as an idea for our chat today. Um, I was part of a conversation recently on Facebook about competing with others, finding comparisons with others. How do we stop ourselves from achieving because we're doing that? So for example, um, a good friend of mine, Brenda, has uh, been hesitant to start a podcast uh, because I started first and we were part of a team that was going to get our podcast out there to the community and a conversation with Brenda where she realised that that was what was holding her back was that she was comparing herself to me and others who are new to the podcast world. Once she made that realisation, it started an amazing conversation with a bunch of people who I really admire and led to some fascinating insights not only for Brenda, of course, but for a bunch of us. And so um, out of that conversation came um, a man called Chris, who is a photographer wanting to refocus his photographic business, refocus the direction of the work that he does, which means refocusing his attentions at marketing what he does. And in so doing that, he discovered another photographer in his same town, wanting to market themselves in the same sector of photography, and lo and behold, he has the exact same name, first and surname, and this really sat with me, so I'm really dedicating today's podcast episode to Chris Dempsey, photographer extraordinaire in Detroit, USA, uh, because He's got a huge job ahead of him, and he knows this, of um, making himself clearly unique compared to the other Chris Dempsey of Detroit, USA, photographer. So how is he going to do that? And I then followed that discussion and that conversation with – About an hour later, my business mentor called me and asked me if we could share a Facebook live stream to our respective mentoring communities, each talking or talking together about retreats, residential retreats that she and I are running this year for mental health professionals. Now, it was an ironic timing to get that call on the same day as having these insights from Brenda, having this revelation from Chris and me thinking about this concept of finding your individuality and not comparing yourselves against others. Because my mentor, Gerda, she and I do very similar work together. Um, well, not together, but we walk on parallel paths, offering our mentoring services to mental health professionals. She focuses very much on those who are in private practice, and and she focuses very much on the business mentoring. I focus much more on the individual clinician and getting them up to speed with finding their confidence to push themselves beyond where they're at right now. I actually find that by growing and changing and moving in your uh, awareness of yourself and your self-confidence for a mental health professional that's a good step in the right direction towards burnout prevention so um, so I do that quiet confidence mentoring for mental health professionals and so Gerda and I walking our parallel paths it would have been quite easy for me to have seen what Gerda's doing and said, well, I can't mentor mental health professionals because Gerda's already doing it. And where would I be? I would never have started my quiet confidence mentoring and longer road down the track. We wouldn't have a quiet confidence podcast, would we? So, you know, we have um, a lot, I have a lot to be thankful for, for Gerda's, Persistent and consistent encouragement of me to not feel that i can 't step on in inverted commas her turf, um, so I want you thinking about what is it that you 're stopping yourself from doing because you 've assumed you can 't because somebody else is already doing it or somebody you think is doing it better than you could, or people are more popular than you are and therefore who 's going to listen to you anyway? Can you hear what 's going on? That's that negative self-talk, that inner monologue, that inner critic that gives us a hard time and stops us from achieving what we want to achieve because we let that voice take hold. We give it the power to make decisions for us. And I think I've just given you three really good examples of why we shouldn't do that. Brenda and Chris and myself all three of us could just give up the ghost. Brenda could say I'm not going to podcast because there's already podcasters out there, and Chris could say well I might as well give up my photography business because there's another photographer out there with my same name. And I could say well I'm not going to mentor, I'm not going to provide this quiet confidence stuff because Gerd is already doing it. And and you know, I mean, hell, Mel Robbins' is business is called the confidence project, who do I think I am, blah, blah, blah. If we listen to those inner critics, if we give them the power to dictate to us, what's life going to be like? Awful, sad, miserable, empty. Why would we do that? If you were, um, say you're in amongst a group of friends and you're trying to have a conversation about some ideas that you've got, and one of those friends keeps saying this stuff to you. Oh, you can't do that. Someone says already doing it. Oh, you shouldn't do that because people might not like it. Oh, don't do that because what if nobody listens to you? Or no, what if you don't get an audience? Or what if you can't find any clients? You would fairly quickly ditch that person from your inner circle of friends, wouldn't you? You'd fairly quickly stop telling that person your ideas and you'd certainly not want to take on that person's opinion. And yet we, all of us, me included, fall victim sometimes to that inner voice and we listen to it and we let it dictate our mood and we let it, we let it dictate our behaviours and our choices. So I'm asking you, please, to recognise when you're doing that to yourself. And what I want you to do is I want you to spend a little bit of time today thinking about your uniqueness. So I was talking to my mentoring group yesterday. So this is a group of mental health professionals that I provide mentoring to. And I said to them, we can't count our uniqueness on our qualifications because we've all got similar qualifications. We can't count our uniqueness on what we do for our profession, generally speaking, because we're all in the same profession. We can't count our uniqueness on our years of experience doing a certain thing because there are people out there with the same years of experience. We have to look inwards. We have to look inwards and find what it is that inspires us, what brings that burst of energy, that spark, that smile to your face when you think about something that you know you're awesome at. And it might be crocheting and it might be driving. It might be cooking. It might be uh, treating trauma, whatever it is that you know that you shine. And you shine inwards and outwards when you think about you doing that thing, whatever it is. We've all got something that makes us unique. Now, I'm saying unique. I'm not saying the best. I don't think there is a best. I think that we are like mirror balls and whatever sector of the world you exist in professionally, personally, in your hobbies, whatever it might be, You're one facet of that amazing mirror ball. And uh, so when I think of the mental health profession, you know, I'm just one little tiny mirror tile on that amazing mirror ball of mental health professionals. You might be an amazing little mirror tile on the mirror ball of rose gardeners. And that's amazing. That's amazing. Fantastic. What is it that makes you unique? Now you look inwards and you think about who inspires me and why do they inspire me? Do they inspire me because I see something of myself in them? And what is that? So um, I'm inspired by a number of people. Um, I can talk about my business inspiration, comes easily. That, that's my grandmother. My grandmother was a very successful businesswoman in her day um, and I grew up at her knee. And uh, after school, every day I would go into her office and sharpen everybody's pencils for them. That was my job. And I had designs on one day taking the family business over once Nana was ready to retire. Now, sadly, that couldn't happen. There were all sorts of financial crises that interfered with that becoming a reality. Um, And sadly, she had to sell her business. But I looked to her and I looked to the inspiration. What I admire in her as a businesswoman was the loyalty and the trust that she instilled in her her staff. And so I aspire to that. And I think I'm a loyal person and I think I'm a trustworthy person. So I look to that inspiration and I can see those qualities in myself and that's what I love about what I do. Is my attempts to inspire that in others and my attempts to inspire confidence in others. So what is it that you admire about your role model? And what is it that you see in them that you feel that you share? And then what makes you different from that person? Try not to make that a negative. Oh, they're better than me. Well, that's nonsense. There'll be lots of areas of their lives where they're not better than you. They're just different to you. Um, Or in some areas, they may suck. They may be a terrible cook or they might be a shocking driver or they might be a, a bad friend. Who doesn't maintain their friendships? Well, who knows what area of their lives they're different to you? So have a think about your role models. Have a think about what in them you can see in yourself and have a think about how you're different in a positive light, unique. So then what I want you to do, and this is a little homework activity for you today, And I gave this homework activity to my mentoring clients as well. And I'm following up with them today to make sure they've done it. What I want you to do, I want you to find a photograph or a piece of writing that you've done or a piece of artwork that you've done that exemplifies the you that is unique, the you that you celebrate, the you that makes you feel inspired. So I have a photograph. myself Uh, I'm not sure if I've told you this story before but I have a photograph of myself when I was about eight years old in the snow playing building a snowman I think I was and the reason that I call that photograph the image in that photograph the me in that photograph is my superhero so I may have mentioned before parts of my childhood were emotionally quite tricky And I look at that photo of that little girl and I think, wow, she held it together pretty well and she turned out okay. What an amazingly strong little girl. And so that photograph, whenever I look at that, I feel inspired, I feel strong. So I want you to find a photo, a story that you wrote, a painting that you did, a drawing that you did, a sketch that you made, a poem that you wrote, a song that you scribbled on the back of a napkin, whatever it is that encapsulates that spirit of the unique you and then I want you to have that handy for those times when you're not feeling so confident, when you're feeling a little less inspired, when you're negatively comparing yourself to others and I want you to look at that photo or that piece of writing and I want you to tell yourself to stop listening to that inner critic Draw on that beautiful young child or that fabulous teenager or that wonderful woman in her 30s, whoever it is in that photo or that writing. Draw on the spirit of that, pull yourself up tall and say, My God, I'm unique. I'm fantastic. Now, whether you are challenged in other areas of your life or not, I want you to draw on that spirit of strength that comes from that and try and apply it. And I want you to think about how much time you spend listening to your inner critic. How many times have we read articles from actors and musicians who say they don't listen or they don't read the critics in the newspaper because they can't have that in their head? So that's what I want you to take on today. Stop listening to your inner critic. Tell them to shut up. Tell them to bugger off. Get the hell out of there. And pay attention instead to that fabulous, inspiring you that is unique that's all from me today I'm about to take the kids to school so I thought I'd have an early morning chat with you this morning and get the day off on the right footing so whatever you're doing today have a fantastic day I look forward to talking to you again soon all the best for now bye -bye.